Last time on Dice Funk. Uh, actually, King, you go into your bag and you pull out a slawed hand. Oh, then this isn't the finger I'm looking for. Then I'm going to toss it over my shoulder and go back into my bag. <laughs> Bam. You sure did. <laughs> I botched. Cordelia, you uh, float after the hand and it starts uh, scrabbling away from you on the sand and nobody lifts a finger to help. They just watch you go and it beats you to the sea and slips into the water. It's weird. It almost does have like uh, stick insect arms, but uh, this is a kind of Modron called a Secundus. I don't like it. You're, you're more than like two foot tall. Why are you here? Uh, we met this one lady. She was like an angel, but like she had a lot of food. Uh, I think her name was Anesthesia. <laughs> okay. And she said that she knew you. He, when you say you should go back to pomping, uh, he has a noticeable darkness and uh, unhappiness washes over him. His mood changes on a dime. And he says, this. pumping ain't easy, right? You have to submit unique memories for the rest of the faction to experience. You need either five memories, which represent the five senses, touch, taste, sight, smell, hearing, or one memory which contains unique aspects of all five. I almost want to come back. Cordelia's like, oh, fuck, I don't know, man. Well, I'm valuable to someone else right now, so you might have to work that out with them or fix my contract. You can have your money back if you kill the rest of the, the executives at Failsafe. So... I arrange to wipe out the board for you, and you send me back my retirement fund. You're twisting my arm. Triple. <laughs> Blake gets up, starts walking out of the conference room. Uh, he looks back and says, what's your number? Uh, uh, how about your, your arcane focus is a coin. What if he gives you a different coin that you can mix in with your spellcasting ones? Like a red coin. Okay. So what's the name of the person we're killing? Is a demoness called Jean, the Demon Queen. She is the conduit of fun. Aw, oh, fuck. Let's go kill fun! So this is the sixth episode of the sixth season of Dice Funk, and we're about to get to the sixth minute, which is very serendipitous because... Oh, this is the evil one when Venomiotismon shows up. Exactly what Chris said. And in addition, uh -huh. the current mission you are all on is to climb down 666 layers into the abyss, the chaotic evil plane, to assassinate the demon queen conduit of fun so things are coming together i'm doing the the tented fingers i you know mr burns. burns shinji's dad from neon genesis evangelion yeah. i'm glad me and lauren were both on mr burns <laughs> yeah that's where i thought that was headed also too, fun right? fact every single one of my names has six letters nice all three of them uh was that deliberate um that would be really dope of my mom but i don't think so Austin, me. In like three episodes, it's going to be season six, episode nine. It's going to be the sixty-nine episode. Hell yeah! 
Well, see, I was hoping we'd somehow end up in the 69th layer of the abyss for season six, episode nine. But we're actually going to start there because last episode, Lauren established that's where Cordelia's apartment is. (laughs) Maybe we can get back here by then. Yeah, we'll we'll wrap back around after the mission's complete. So uh, last we left the adventure, Cato Toad. Toad? 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 Kato told y'all to go deep into the abyss and fight your way through every demon that stands between you and Jean, the demon queen. We're going to start on layer 69 in Cordelia's apartment. I think before you all head out, uh, Lynette's going to make you some tea and we guys get all your stuff together and head out. Um, Let's talk about layers for a second. Uh, Planes have layers. uh, Much Onions have layers. I started thinking about Shrek. Kind of like ogres. (laughs) That was literally exactly what I was going to say, so I'm just I'm glad we're on the same page. But every every plane does, if you'll recall, the seven heavens are the seven layers of heaven. The abyss, obviously, 666. Uh, it's not going to be a huge deal or thing to think about, but I'll occasionally be referring to the layers. They're just kind of levels in this in the sense that Planescape was a game designed to be quote unquote beaten by quote unquote players, which is not what we do around here. But that's when I say layers, I just mean planes have different parts where you move between as your party gets closer to the boss. How similar is it to a parfait? Alright, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we're, in Cord- we're in Cordelia's house. Does anybody want to do Anything, ask any questions, do any shenanigans. I, w- I would like to first uh, recap, I guess, since uh, we're no longer talking to Cato. Could we have at any point asked him what the Conduit of Fun does, since he knows that uh, the demon we're trying to assassinate is the Conduit of Fun? Apparently it has uh, a lot of uses, and you'll just need to ask around, slash get, get involved, get wrist deep into the abyss. Okay, so that just, I asked that question and a little uh, exclamation point popped up in my journal and it was a side quest and I'm like, that's not happening. At least it's not shoulder deep. That's, that's where it gets bad. That's a very special date night. Um, Lynette does, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just upset by the words that just happened. (laughs) (laughs) Lynette does have a little bit of information for you before you head out though, which is, that you're not going to be able to just go from layer to layer. It, it would take lifetimes, right? It's so so preposterously long a journey that you would definitely die. Um, so she tells you that in order to get down to the bottom of the abyss, you need to make contact with someone at a nearby uh, club. Um, Lauren, can you tell the audience about the 69th layer of the abyss a little bit more? Just paint us a word picture for like a minute or so. Oh, you think you're going to get a minute out of me? That's funny. I... <sighs> I put my faith in you, and I was just hoping the peer pressure would carry you. Somebody mentioned Austin Powers in the Discord. And, like, you know what his house looks like with, uh... I'd like to think it's very cheesy, very 70s, with a lot of pink and red. Uh, a lot of shag carpet, beaded curtains, marabou feathers everywhere. Mixed animal plant prints, who knows why they're there? Nobody knows, they're there. And so an ent- entire an entire layer of an entire plane of reality is one giant love hotel mm-hmm. kind of themed area. Sure is. You're welcome. Now, Austin, canonically in the Dice Funk universe, is the joke about 69, did it originate in the prime material plane and the 69th layer of the abyss came to mimic that? Or is it the inverse where the 69th layer was always just a really kinky thing and then the joke 
went up to the to prime material. You're gonna need to. Do a number of side quests to discover the origin of sixty nine. It's one of the most so rude. heavily heavily guarded secrets in the multiverse. Forget about Nithix's murder. I now need to solve <laughs> this more important mystery. Damn, we're gonna have to delve deep into the archives and fight the guardian who protects the lost knowledge of sixty nine. Austin, what are the chances that the two intersect and it's linked to how I died? <laughs> 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 You were killed to protect the secret of simultaneous oral sex. Can someone get us out of Cordelia's apartment before I throw myself out a window? The secret of 69 is our game's equivalent of Excalibur 2, where like if we miss a single plot point at one point, we'll never be able to get it. You have to open the disc tray or something. Final Fantasy IX sucks. Uh, uh ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a hot take for you. That's that's a hot take for you. Usually I'm the one who goes out. Chris, you make the that. hottest takes 24/7. That's what I mean. I'm blown away that it's Austin doing that. Usually he's like, I don't want to I don't want to blow up anybody's spot. It's, it's interesting. I like it. I applaud it. Uh King would like to go up to Cordelia and say, "Oh, I, I have something for you." And uh he's going to hand her a piece of uh Tupperware. It, is it lime related? He's like, "Yeah." Lime was really happy about that blanket you got her, so I told her when you someone does something nice for you, the best way to repay them is to make them food. So we made some lime chilies as a gift for you. I hope her made it. Uh, I'm I, I'm gonna eat the whole thing right now. <laughs> Constitution saving throw. Um, lime chili doesn't sound that bad. Constitution saving throw. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was me punishing you for your hubris. <laughs> How about 17, fucker? God damn it. All right, uh, Cordelia, you're feeling particularly robust in that chili and uh, gain one uh, max HP. Fuck yeah. Please leave this apartment before I kill the entire party. Wow, that was an amazing <laughs> snack. We should go before some unseen force kills us all. Oh, I made some extras if you want to keep them in the fridge. Yes. Lynette takes all of your food and shoves you out the door. <laughs> oh, well, I have to keep So, Do you have a shovel so we can dig straight <laughs> down to the 666 level? So we head to the bar. All right, so you're, ha- you're walking through the streets of Layer 69, and we need to talk about the petitioners in the Abyss. Uh, they are a thing called Manes, spelled like the horse feature. Oh, I was going to say lion, because I'm cooler. Yeah, also lion, M-A-N-E-S. Manes are humanoid uh, creatures. Uh, I don't like these. Can they just be lions? <laughs> they are not lions. They look like kind of like zombies. They're basically huge bloated corpses. Uh, but well, they are. I, I'm look. I'm. I'm looking at it. It's. It's a zombie with tree trunk legs and saggy tits. It, it's like Jabba the Hutt with another head on top. It's kind of like Nemesis, but he really let himself go after the second game. <laughs> well, like he didn't skip arm day though. He's got kind of like kind of long arms. <laughs> Those legs are like tree trunks. That's kind of weird. Yeah, they kind of are a, a opposite of the petitioners in hell, which are like melted people. Uh, they are like almost like gooey zombies. These are bloated as if like left in water. So uh, the, just think of like people. But you know how when you boil hot dogs, the skin starts to split. They have that going on. They they have too much simultaneously have too much skin and also too much stuff stuffed into their skin. And I don't know how that makes sense. 
They're icky, and this is the destination point of the multiverse's worst people, both chaotic and evil. You can actually bargain and deal with some evil people, and not all chaotic people mean you harm, but chaotic evil together, you end up, after you die, as a main, uh, just a huge, bloated corpse guy and that's what's wandering around in lauren's lovely love hotel here <laughs> it's all gauche colors and uh just cacophonous music from every direction and just the streets are packed with huge bloated corpse looking dudes just blah, 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 blah. it's disco is the music i've decided not because i didn't think disco is bad i just really like disco i was gonna say mm. what music plays in the hell version of a love hotel. MacArthur Park, 24-7! Lauren said disco, so now I need to go find royalty-free disco music. Thanks for the homework, Lauren. <laughs> I'll f- I'll make some for you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> there you go, and you just loop that. Uh, so, uh, everyone, um, roll survival uh, to find where you need to go. Uh, 25. <laughs> Fuck. 13. 3. Jesus. 13. Uh, so that the group passes and uh, with Lynette's directions, you find yourself uh, on the way to the club called Hermes in, in I almost said route 69. That's <laughs> something else entirely layer 69. And I guess per Lawrence instructions, it's a discotheque. Fuck. Yeah, it is packed wall to wall with mains and they're all just blah, 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 I blah. mean yeah why can't bloated corpses get their groove on you know they are it's it, they're all I mean they're not only are they grooving but they're moving and they're loving it oh I kind of love them now <laughs> they're just having a good time so why don't we do a little scene in here mingling in the, the discotheque full of bloated demon corpse people hello Ted nice to see you again <laughs> <laughs> I love that you're on a first name basis with them N- Nithix is treating this like a silent disco where you just put your own headphones on and go, I'm not paying attention to anything but my music. Blake's tapping his toes. It's kind of, kind of, kind of not minding this. Oh, I'll use my perception to try to find a shovel or an interesting person. <laughs> 21. That's very good. So King Badass walks up in the club and he looks around and notices a couple of points of interest. One is a, uh, a employees only back area. And the other thing is that there's actually a live uh, band playing some of this disco music. I imagine that they aren't doing very well and they're probably... Uh, there's also something going on over like the sound system in here to, to cover that, but they want to have the illusion of people playing music. So there's a bassist, a guitarist, a drummer, and a singer up on a stage, even if they're being drowned out by the sound system. Uh, I'm going to go up to the stage. Hello, friends. Nice instruments. I love hell in the abyss. <laughs> Do you know how to go farther down? <laughs> uh i think the uh the bassist who's just doing a, a real simple bass line just you bum, know bum, dum, bum. Dum, 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 he just kind of kneels down to you uh cordelia at the edge of the stage and says uh what language is that abyssal i speak that hell yeah dog love to have a language that's relevant for the mission fucking finally Heck. Uh, so the main said to you, the boss told us you were coming. We're supposed to uh, stop you, I guess. Uh, who is the boss? He j- gestures towards the employees only area. 
Okay, well, I'm going to speak to the manager. Oh, no, she's going to speak to the manager. You got the haircut ready? Uh, I'm going to saunter back to the employees only room. Uh, as soon as you start moving in that direction, the the volume of the music inside the discotheque increases dramatically, and the people on stage begin moving towards the party. Roll initiative. Oh, I fucked up. He told you they're gonna stop you. Um, yeah, but fourteen. Nineteen. I rolled a thirteen. Um, thirteen. And twelve. All right, Cordelia, you're first. There are four uh, mains here. The band, which is engaging the party. Uh, drummer, bassist, guitarist, singer. Uh, acid Splash. Acid Splash. Uh, so this is a bloated corpse. Uh-huh. Twelve. Okay. No. No. All right, roll damage. Do-do-do-do. I rolled a acid damage. All right, so the bassist goes to stop you, and you just turned and you just hit him in the face with a blast of acid from your cameo? Yes, I sure do. And you melt his face. Uh, there are th- Oops. three remaining. Uh, remember, petitioners are basically level one NPCs as far as Planescape is concerned, so these are not the most robust warriors you're ever f- going to face. Uh, it is their turn, though, and they all are going to use Poison Spray. Uh Constitution saving throw, party members. Uh, you said poison spray? Poison spray. I'm immune to poison. 17. Do I roll if I'm immune? No. Hell yeah. God, being a snake is great. 16. Seven. Only Blake fails. <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. Seven damage. Blake takes a face full of poison. Um, oh, cor- no. Everyone else ducks. I guess, Cordelia, do you just turn and just get spritzed and you're like, ah, yes, a fine vintage. I'll just fan it away. Oh, you're going to thwarp? Yeah, this isn't the magic thwarp. It's just for flavor. Uh Uh-huh. So you're not a venomous snake. We mentioned that probably already, but snakes are just immune to poison because they're cool. Yeah, I guess so. Thanks, the book. (laughs) Thanks, the book. All right. (laughs) Only Blake gets hit in the face with the poison and he goes coughing uh, away. Nifix, it's your turn. You duck the poison. I'm, I'm sorry, Blake. You're just a man. I'm sorry. Um, it's true. It, it, it's, it's time for that good old barb magic. Hypnotic pattern. <laughs> now remember, hypnotic pattern's an AoE and you're in a crowded discotheque. It just distracts everyone. Hypnotic pattern. Look at my glowy... Lights, screen, speed running, the sounds fight in Undertale. Give me a wisdom save. All right. Six and 11 for the demons in the club. Uh, Nifix hits. I'm going to choose to use, because uh, I crit failed, I'm going to choose to use Indomitable. So when I fail a saving throw, I'm going to reroll it. Uh, so 19 instead. I got a 19. I got an 18. Yeah, every uh, all of our party is fine, but the rest of the club is watching me, you know, avoid all those lasers that sounds throwing down. So, so what you like hack into the system or something? You just display. Yeah. There's there's a big like uh you know those LED walls that can be programmable to like show a bunch of stuff up on the wall like you could have like various color patterns and things going. No, nope, it's I, a common thing at a discotheque. A, the, the, a wall of lights is not an uncommon no, thing. No, I don't. I'm not. It yeah. is. It's a common thing at a discotheque. Yeah, that was now, <laughs> Conrad. Eternally sounds sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> you really do. Yeah, th- those walls are now just. 
just I've hacked into them and I'm I'm playing Undertale on the wall. I'm gonna finish that genocide run. All right, so uh, everyone in the club getting tipsy in the party all succeeded. If the audience could see the math, you would be flabbergasted and how that worked out. It's just really unlikely. But uh, Nifix hypnotic patterns all the enemies and none of the players. So yeah, I'm just that good. Um. All right, it is King's turn. If you want to do king stuff uh i want to go up to the one who's a drummer mm-hmm. and i'm assuming that it's got his, uh, its drumsticks mm-hmm. i'm going to take its drumsticks mm-hmm. and then i'm going to go ahead to the employee entrance <laughs> i bet lime would like these all right so king's just going on a fucking uh souvenir tour basically every mission i'm getting a souvenir for lime and i bet she would like to play the drums um so the employee's door is locked what do you do Oh, I just break it open with my raw physical strength because I'm that awesome. Uh, all right, do a strength check or an attack roll, basically. Uh, eleven. Yeah, the door was it was a DC ten. So King, you just kick the door off its hinges. Yeah. Bam. Where's that shovel? <laughs> okay. How long is King gonna go before he realizes you're not on a quest for a shovel? No one's no one's convinced me at this point that we're not looking for a shovel. So I'm very much concerned about finding a shovel so we can. Dig I mean. Down. We might be. We don't know. <laughs> we don't actually know what we're getting down yet. Yeah, you're about to find out what's going on because you walk into the employees area, King, and you find yourself in a, what actually kind of looks like a bedroom more than like the... Oh, does it? God damn it, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> more than like a manager's office in a, a normal place of business. It kind of has, it has a bed and it has a kind of homey feel. And you see the person in here who you understand is the boss. Um, this person looks um, skeletal, essentially. They're a skeleton. I think they is it Skeletor. Do we want to go full Skeletor? <laughs> Fuck it, we'll go full Skeletor. Um, you gotta do the voice then. No, you gotta do the voice. Not gonna do the voice. It's not that. You gotta do the voice. It's not that kind of character. I don't care what kind of character it is. It's got, if it looks like Skeletor, it's got the Skeletor voice. Is that Bone Law? Yep, that is that's uh, rule two of Bone Law. The rule one is come is stored in the bones. Listen, Lauren, you want to litigate this in front of the audience? We could do it. Come is stored in the bones. It's a scientific <laughs> fact. And then bone law number two is whatever Chris just said. It's all, ske- all people who look like Skeletor have to sound like Skeletor. I don't make these rules. I went to law school. Bone law rule number one, come is stored in the bones. Bone law rule number two, you got to do the Skeletor voice. There, There is no rule number three. Uh-huh. That that's bone. Maybe law. we'll find it out later. Maybe rule number three was the bones we found along. <laughs> Moses had a lot of extra tablet when he got off the mountain with that one. <laughs> uh, so, King, you kick open the boss's office door and you find what is actually the home office of a skeletal woman. Uh, she is dressed like a Venetian gondolier. Are you familiar with this? Boating hat, striped shirt, white pants, red belt. Maybe sometimes that's what it looks like in movies. What about the hat? It's a boat. It's like a boater's hat. It's like a straw with like a thing around the rim, right? Damn, you just knew that off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even look at my phone. I just know about fashion. I know that's why I went to you. Yeah, this person is dressed like a, like a Venetian gondolier, stripy shirt, big hat. Uh, she is a skeleton. Uh, the most distinguishing feature besides the getup is that in her eye sockets there are two fires smoldering. Not raging just lightly smoldering and she sees king kick open her door and turns and says 
Oh, honey, you didn't have to do that. I was just trying to see if you'd uh, play with the band a little bit. They do get ever so lonely up there. Do you have a shovel? We need to kill fun. Hello. I like your hat, so please do not listen to him. Uh, <laughs> Cordelia's bringing up the rear. Uh, the skeleton person kind of looks around the room and finds a boat oar and get hands that to King and says, Will this do, Han? Uh, let's see. Do I sense any latent power in it? Uh, there are spells for that. Do you, anybody have the identify item spell? No. Uh, no. I assume not. It's a mystery right now. What the, what potential the ore holds inside of it. <laughs> uh, may I try an arcana check to see what I think it does? Yeah, sure. Oh, no. I rolled a four. No. <laughs> oh. You think it has supernatural hole digging abilities. This is the greatest shovel that's ever existed. And he's going to start trying to dig right there. <laughs> so you start banking the ore off the floor of the discotheque, uh, as I guess the rest of the party files into the boss's room. And she says, uh, I guess you must be uh, the Mr. Badass I heard so much about. You're not, <laughs> you're not so scary. King Badass, and I've got a shovel. You sure do, kid. Uh, so hi, my name's Cordelia, what's yours? You can call me Sharon. I like your ascot. Thanks, I made it myself. Oh, so he thinks that is a shovel, will you tell me what it does? It drives boats, honey. Okay, where do I find the boat? You're standing in it. I apologize for my friends. They're all a little slow on the uptake, so we're going to take the boat down to 666 on Hell, River Sticks. that the deal, I'm guessing? Sticks is a real good guess there, sugar, but uh, you're going to want a different river down here. There are six of them that go all throughout the lower plains. Okay. It's going to have to have a good name, because Sticks is basically six, and that's your whole deal down here, so unless it's like... Six and you know doesn't have the T in that. I'm gonna be disappointed that the sticks isn't the one we need. Uh, what about Octo River? No, that's eight. Never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cordelia is embarrassed and just turns around and walks out. She says, "the the sticks river gets all the fame, but the river you're going wants the Phlegathon." <laughs> Excuse me, the Phlegathon. What? The, the Phlegathon. The Phlegathon. Mm-hmm. The Phleg... The Phlegathon? The Pentagon? <laughs> the Phlegathon, dear. That was in character, by the way. This is me out of character, being like, they named it the Phlegathon? I mean, it's just it's just Greek for fiery. That's ridiculous. This is all absurd. The fantasy's ruined, guys. I'm heading down this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You're mad that the Greek word for fiery is phlegathon? It's very absurd. It's, it's, yeah, it's too goofy. It's, it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, Grease, you dumb bitch. It is a bit much. <laughs> uh, she says, oh, I'll just tell you out of character. Uh, the phlegathon is a river of boiling blood that goes throughout the lower plains. It is one of the six... Uh, classic uh, afterlife rivers from mythology. The Styx is the most famous. There's also the Leth, the Cockatus, and the Acheron. Acheron in D and D has be- become is was made into its own plane for reasons which escape me. But yeah, the Phlegathon is a real, th- not real thing. The Phlegathon is a thing from mythology. It's a river of blood or f- so, fire. Fiery blood river. Are we gonna need sun cream or are we gonna be good? 
Well, if you stay on the boat, then you won't have any problems. If you go in the river, I don't know how much SPFs you're going to need not to burn. Probably all of them. Stay on the boat sounds easy. But, like, why do I have a sneaking suspicion something's going to try and make us not stay on the boat? Like, this is just the way these things go. Well, we are playing D&D there, dear, so... Well, this is exactly what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Any any protection? If no, no, okay, cool, cool. So are you the boat pilot then? Uh, I believe the word is captain. Gondolier, dear. Captain. Gondolier. Uh, okay, boat person, fine. Uh, uh, we can compromise, I'll be the boat lady. Boat lady. Great. Boat queen! Ooh, I like that. Can I be the boat princess? Any anything you like. You can be the empress of boats if you like. For all I care, just are, are we going? Oh, we've been going for about a, a minute and a half now. Oh, that's such a nice surprise. Thank you. Um, Nithix is gonna look over the edge and just like just just admire the boiling blood. Yeah, uh, Nifix, you walk over to a window and look out, and you see that the club has has slid into the Phlegathon, which uh, coils throughout the lower plains like all of the rivers do, um, and you are off deeper and deeper into the abyss. How, how much does it look like just a really angsty hell level in a video game? Like, how, how Doom 2016 is this? Pretty Doom 2016. I will say that when you say river, we think of something you could stand on one bank and look and see the other, which is how most rivers are. But we're talking about basically the the length and width of all existence here. Like, you know, the Amazon River, I think at some points is like 20 miles wide or something. I probably got that wrong. I off the top of my head. But it, this is like when you're out on it, it may as well be the ocean. If I'm imagining it looking like if you filled something with V8. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tomato soup. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so the discotheque, the Hermes, is her ship. And when you stepped into the club, she took off because she knew you were coming. Oh, heck. We're on a party cruise. <laughs> the Vanguard bus is coming. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So King oh, boy. has just been attempting to dig this whole time. So he's like really like dented the fuck out of the floor uh, beneath them. And he's going to like, you know, do another shovel dig and it's going to hit the ground. He's going to stop and wipe his brow. And then he's going to turn directly to uh, the person whose name I can't remember. He's like, what's your conduit? Is, if he keeps doing that, is that going to be a problem? Or can we just let him keep doing it? Because if we can just let him keep doing that, that's going to be the best for everybody. Yeah, like a toddler. Just let him tire himself out. Right. And just, yeah. yeah. Yes. She cast I never tire out. That is the other thing. She casts mending on the floor as he tears it up, just like slowly fixing it behind him as he's ripping it up. Aww. She's like, oh, just just let him have his fun. King's going to, in response to seeing the floor magically fix itself, he's going to toss the ore away and begin striking at the floor with his sword. He's like, you're not going to beat me. All right, let's not go bananas on my ship, please. You have bananas here? <laughs> You know what, King? I do. There's one banana somewhere in the Hermes. If you can find it, it's all yours. I'll be right back. And he's just going to shoulder tackle. Like, the door was opened in before. <laughs> he's going to shoulder tackle it to the other way and then go out running into the club looking for bananas. By the way, she never answered my question about what her conduit is. I just want to note that. 
Mm-hmm. I think at this point, probably the hypnotic pattern has ended and everyone's back to disco dancing as King bursts onto the dance floor, sending the door careening into the crowd. <laughs> and the, the mains don't even mind. They just go back to mindlessly dancing. They are both revelers and the crew of the Hermes. Uh, we'll pay for that later. You gonna fix, uh, what was the name of the main? Was it Joe, you said? Ted? Ted? Are you gonna, are you gonna pay to fix Ted's face? Do, do you need me to pay to fix Ted's face? Ted, Ted's face is worse than it was before? Because, honestly, I cannot tell the difference. Uh, think of it like a chemical peel. <laughs> so you, <laughs> he you had a spa day. You did a cosmetic procedure to his face with the acid spray. E- this is getting dark. Even for me. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I think he looks better now, actually. Uh, so how is it living on a boat? Pretty good. I mean, it's my whole thing. What, uh, what is your conduit? You just skip right to that from where where you're from? There's no foreplay? Uh... No. <laughs> yeah, think about it, huh? I am I'm I will I am the conduit of expression. Uh we will not go any further into that. What's up with you, girl? I just don't want there to be any misunderstanding. You see, some some people have said that I'm a pirate, and that's just not the that's just not the way of things. Because just because I happen to be the conduit of booty, it's not that kind God. of booty you understand. <gasps> Okay, new favorite character in Dice Funk established. <laughs> Fuck all other characters, conduit of booty. Uh, <laughs> how many meanings of booty does that encompass? Well, that's between me and the people I choose to share that with, dear. Okay, this is weird. <laughs> so, how does one end up living the life of captain of a party boat? How does the conduit of booty wind up skeletal? <laughs> that's what I want to know. <laughs> First of all, I've always been skeletal, honey. Second of all, I've been on a sh- I've been on a boat as long as I can remember. I may have been born on a boat. It comes uh comes with the territory of my kind. And that kind is Again, I apologize for the the obvious questions my 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 friends have been asking today. That 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 they're, they're like this. Uh I'm going to I want to know what Blake would already know, so I'm going to roll Arcana. Mm, religion. Religion? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, if you want. Right. Can, can I get in on that? Sure. Sam. 23. Yeah, I mean, from the beginning of history, there have been six rivers in the underworlds, and there have been fairy people ferrying souls back and forth. It's a kind of psychopomp. The ferryman of the river sticks, the most famous. Yeah. But she's a fairy person of the Phlegathon, not a pirate. Yeah. So yeah, we're 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 heading down to this um, conduit of fun that we've got to go got to go deal with. How how well do you know that whole deal? Oh, I I don't know Jean personally, but her effects can be felt everywhere in the abyss for who knows how long—centuries, millennia. People have been trying to conquer the abyss and become the most powerful demon lord. And since conduits came into existence, most of the people who tried their hand at tried their hand at it have truly ruthless conduits, conduits of mayhem, conduits of murder, conduits of blood, and these people always got some ground before 
being murdered themselves. <laughs> when you live by the, <laughs> the giant demon claw, you die by the giant demon claw. But uh, Gene's the first one who really had it all figured out, just building a power base by appealing to other demons. Yeah, people people want to work somewhere that's fun. It's why tech startups get so many people fresh out of, uh, <laughs> you know. It's, it's, it's nice to think, oh, I get to work for fun and not just for the fact I'm going to, you know, have to fight for all eternity. Yeah, so the big demons think that they could get they could get to the top by killing anyone who stood in their way and taking all the souls they want, but that wears a fella down after a while. But it's a lot easier once you get everyone to like you and work on your team. They can just bring you all the souls you need. I guess there really is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Especially not soul capitalism. Soul capitalism is the worst kind. So we, we're up against someone who has a pretty big army because their army's like, hey... It's fun being here. So then they're not the kind of army we're going to, you know, sway by, you know, persuading them positively away, probably, because they got a good thing going. Yeah, I don't know if you would have had much luck swaying demons in general. They're not a very swayable bunch, but in past times, you could at least count on them wanting to fight each other for power and souls. And you could, you know, play two sides against the middle and double cross and scheme. But this time they're all pretty united behind Gene because she gives them whatever they want. She lets them have all the fun they want, and they pay her in souls. And the more she gets, the closer she gets to becoming a demon lord. Okay, yeah. Yeah. For a conduit of fun, that does not sound super fun. You don't think it'd be fun to rule the world and have everyone be your compliant minion? Yeah, but like, fun for her, not fun for me. (laughs) That is incredibly anxiety-inducing. That's too much pressure. Although it would be a boot challenge. Okay, no, I've I've circled round. I'm I, I, I'm on. Seems like a lot of work. Yeah, I get it. So much work. Yeah, but work is a challenge. Like, that's a big thing to keep control over. King, can you roll survival to find a banana? Oh no, King's just gonna come back with a banana. You can't take this from me. <laughs> <laughs> and I want her to specifically say, "I didn't think we had any bananas." Yeah, she's like, "Um, did anybody?" Did any of y'all bring a banana in here? Because otherwise you might have some kind of demon banana situation. Demon banana? I found one. Please, what is a demon banana? I got to know. That was a good banana. He's like throwing the, like, he's throwing the peel over his shoulder. Oh God, he ate the cursed banana. The demon nana. What's a demon banana? I guess we'll just have to find out. Does anybody, does anybody take the ore? Uh, I'll take the ore. Uh, can I roll medicine mm-hmm. to find out what's up with the demon banana? <laughs> <laughs> you can't just let sleeping ba- demon bananas lie. Then I'm gonna. Uh, I rolled an 11. I can show you where I found it if you want, as he's pointing over to the restrooms. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Lauren, I refuse to give you any information with an 11. We're all just gonna have to live with the mystery of the demon banana. Okay, so I, I, I take the ore. Okay, Nifix has an ore. Is it taller than her? Oh yeah, twice her size, easily. Yeah. Mood. She She's barely holding it above the actual paddle section. She's barely holding the actual stick. <laughs> <laughs> what if I like stand up on the side and like put it in the water and like act like I'm doing the, the rowing? Is that a good look for me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this, uh, a main walks to the door and says... uh. Hey boss, uh, we got a, a vessel off the the 
fuck, I don't know what parts of the ship are. Off the bow. The starboard bow. The starboard bow. Off the starboard bow. You want to come take a look at it? Poop deck. Poop deck. Um, and this is killing me. It is killing me. <laughs> Blake, why don't you get involved? I haven't heard you talk much this episode. But... It's because I'm muting to cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh so sharon uh tips her hat to the main and wa- uh walks out of the room is going to go up uh onto what, the, what was the roof of the discotheque and which if you follow her you will see is kind of the deck of the ship that this entire building is and if you, you follow her up onto the 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 ship you will see that this great blood river it has a lot of stuff going on on the banks there are demons of various sizes and types uh just fighting and foraging and doing cool demon shit uh what do you all uh want to do is anyone dipping grilled cheese into the river not currently i think I'm, i don't know where i'm gonna get a grilled cheese from uh i i'm just gonna say my girlfriend packed me lunch launch <laughs> so i'm gonna dip my my grilled cheese into the tomato soup fire river so I want to look off to the side where all the demons and stuff are doing things. Also, I want to specifically ask: uh, there are uh, demons that are basically large gorillas, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, correct? You know for a fact there are. Go on. <laughs> uh, are there two of them currently fighting each other? Sure. While you guys keep asking incredibly specific questions, like, King's going to say this is the greatest place ever. <laughs> First it was, are there any grilled cheeses around? And then it was, are there any two gorillas fighting? <laughs> Why didn't you just narrate, you idiots? <laughs> I'm asking you as a payoff to my earlier comment about fun two gorillas fighting each other being the epitome of fun in King's mind. Okay, yeah, there are two Baralgura demons. They're basically giant uh, gorilla orangutans, and they're just punching the hell out of each other. Very anime. They're like, ooh, yeah. Can they can they be wearing death uh, sandwich t-shirts and they're actually thrashing right now? <laughs> Absolutely. Mosh pit! Sweet. Mosh pit. What do we see over the, the, the side of the ship? Um, Perception? Eight. Uh, 21 on perception. The group fails the roll. So you just see in the distance there's a ship up ahead. That's all you can see right now. <laughs> I have an idea. Mm-hmm. So I have a raven. You sure do. And he can go peep stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Or I can turn into him and ride him also. Uh, but I feel like... Tell us about Gustav and use your abilities to solve a problem. Thank you. Gustav is my son. Mm-hmm. Uh, he likes bacon, I guess. I don't know what ravens eat, but I imagine it's meat. Uh, he likes to listen to, uh, synthwave music. <laughs> what is this episode's sonic, like, sonic <laughs> landscape? It's like, first it was disco, and then there's thrash metal, and now there's, what? what is happening? <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, anyways, so he's a good boy, and as my raven girlfriend shit, warlock, that's the way you say that, I can send him out and have him spy on shit for me. Everyone on the show has the fucking Pontypool disease, I swear to God. <laughs> no one knows what that is. No, what is that? It's a movie about a language virus. It's okay. Anyway, tell us what Gustav does to solve this problem. Uh, he's gonna stealthily fly ahead to scout out that ship for me. Do some peeking. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe sneak into some rooms and peep? Uh, roll stealth with advantage, because Gustav is small. He sure is. 20! Uh, so Gustav flies over the ship, peeps the situation, uh, f- succeeds at the 20, is not spotted, comes back with the goods. How does the, um, how does the familiar work? Do you just get it? Um, I was using it as a, there's a, I can, wow, those are all none of those words. It really, guys, I'm telling you, Pontypool, it's happening. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I can see through his eyes. Oh, okay. That's very good. Uh, so Gustav goes and peeps the enemy ship, and uh, Cordelia can describe to everyone else what he sees. What he sees is a ship uh, which has uh, sails with a certain insignia. It looks like a downward-facing sword, and the hilt has a kind of uh, radiating lines out of it as if it's a sun. Ah, uh, history? Yeah, absolutely. I like to ten. Uh, four. Ten? Uh, so not a full success, but I'll give you something here, which is uh, you all recognize enough to know that this symbol is of the faction, the Believers of the Source. Oh, tell me about those guys. Uh, so the Believers of the Source, their philosophical belief is similar to certain kinds of Hinduism, which is essentially that life is a cycle. You die, and then you're reborn, and then you die, and then you're reborn. This is essentially true. You die, you become a petitioner, you live your life as a petitioner until you return to the plane, and then your planar energy is recycled. So they're correct. Uh, Their political beliefs are that this cycle should be utilized to make yourself the best version of you you can be. Basically means that everyone should endeavor to become gods. That sounds like a lot of work. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's a lot of work, man. They are essentially the opposite of the Aethar. The Aethar think, no gods. Anyone who's trying to be a god should get their sm- snout smacked at the newspaper. <laughs> the believers of the source, or just the believers, or the, they're also sometimes sometimes called the god's men. But that's gendered, so I'm just going to go with believers. Uh, the believers think that gods are good, that we should be gods. People, We should become as gods. So they're... they're Do- yeah. Do, do they think that anyone that fails to become gods is just not trying hard enough? No, not necessarily. It's just in this, you know, it's not that strict. They just think okay. people should become gods. They're they're the opposite of the Aethar. There's a rivalry there. They have the basically the exact opposite beliefs. And so I think at this point, Lancelot pops his head out of your back, Nifix, <laughs> at hearing this and says, Oh man, I hate those guys. So these these, these guys all want to be gods. Which means, if we leave them be, they'll get stronger and be a bigger challenge to fight so we can take them down and they'll be a big challenge. So you want to leave them alone so that they'll be a greater challenge later and not because you're afraid to face them now. Oh no, I'll face them now, but I'm just afraid I'll walk all over them and, you know, where's the fun in that? I feel like you could re- you could state anything to make it seem like a challenge. Like, I could eat this sandwich now, or I could wait until it's moldy, and that would be a real challenge. <laughs> you could just use that for anything. Uh, I, I am of the mind. Italian Elon Musk is of the mind. Italian Yama. Uh, I was doing the fucking hand thing. Too. <laughs> I'm telling you, brain worms. Um, I feel like maybe we should lay low, stay under the radar. Wait, are these guys our enemies? Why, why, why can't we be friends? Uh, Lancelot says, 
fuck these guys. King is going to run back downstairs Mm -hmm. and he's going to run back upstairs. He's like, don't worry, guys. I got this. And then he's going to hurl the banana peel from earlier as close to in front of the ship as possible. In his mind, the ship would slip on the banana peel and just fall into the ocean. Your fucking mind, Chris. (laughs) A beautiful mind, too, starring Chris Larius. What the fuck is happening today? It's quite something. Um, so yeah, you see that their, their, sh- their sails have the, the, the logo of the believers of the source. And I think you also look at the, the crew and it's a mix of Githyanki. Uh, the Githyanki are, uh, hum- yellow humanoids that kind of have like some leopard spots as well. Um, their main biological differences from humans are invisible. One, they have psionic powers. Two, they lay eggs, but you couldn't tell that from looking at them. They just kind of look like yellow, slightly spotted people. Um, and there's also some Yugoloths, which are the neutral evil species. Most of them are shapeshifters, but they're clearly hired to to crew this ship. But you don't see anyone who's necessarily in charge on deck at this point. And the ship is ahead of where you need to go. Why Why can't we not just be two ships passing in the night? Yeah, how narrow is this river? Yeah. Oh, math. Uh, it's It's infinity wide. We have been told this. Yeah. I guess the only thing I would ask is, does Sharon seem concerned at all about these these people? Yeah, so the NPCs, I'll speak for them. Lancelot says, let's fuck these bitches up. Well, yeah, they're they're like the uh, exact antithesis of what Lancelot's about. I'm more concerned with what the captain thinks. Yeah, and uh, Sharon's is just making like a hmm face. She doesn't know why they're here. This is the kind of thing where you would make roles or ask questions. Can I roll insight on the boat? Yeah, sure. You're like, it's something. Thank you. I'll, I'll join you on that insight. Oh, I rolled a five. I rolled a 20. Jesus. 25 insight. 13. Nice. So 20, 25 pass. Um, if the believers think that people should become gods, you think that what they might be doing here is also going down to the bottom of the abyss where Jean is about to become a demon lord because that's an ascension process. Demon lords are almost gods. They are, in some respects, like the demonic equivalent of gods. So that is incredibly relevant to their interests as people who want to become gods. Oh, they're going to the party. That's all this is. Okay. At, at, at this point, Nifix is just going to shout over to the boat. Hey, I'm, sh- I'm sure you're excited as we are for the party. Whoop, whoop. Who doesn't love a good ascension? Love a god. I just really oh, love all the gods. Ascension. How great, huh? Good times. Not deceiving you. No, no siree. I have never once thought about killing a god. <laughs> I kind of want to roll deception because I have a nine. Yeah, I'll join you. I've got like a six. <laughs> just for the fun of it. <laughs> I just want to see what number I'm going to get. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Blake got a 16. How did I get 11? Uh, 18. Uh, 16 and 18 pass. I guess so the, the, the Hermes pulls up alongside the Believer's ship and you all just start shouting like, yeah, we're going to the party. We're not a threat. It's all cool. And the people on the other ship look at you and are like, all right, I don't know what these people are up to, what their problem is, but they're not attacking us. So whatever. And they're Hell just, yeah, yeah that, they don't start a fight. They're just going along about their business. Hooray! Now, you see, wasn't that a challenge in its own right, convincing those people (laughs) not to screw with us? 
<laughs> Self-control. That's a challenge. Uh, it looks like uh, as these two boats part ways and the um, gondolier, uh, Sharon, tells you that you're coming up to a fork in the a river up ahead. And she wants to know which direction you all want to go. Uh, right. Right's never wrong. Oh, my God. Do we know anything about the branches? Yeah, what, what are the options? Survival. The audience isn't going to be able to tell because I'm going to fix it in editing. But tonight, I cannot finish a sentence to save my life. It's not that I I'm wasn't done. I'm to... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's in the water tonight. But yeah, that was there was more coming. Uh, she tells you that there, the up ahead, there are two different layers you can uh, work your way through. Uh, one is the demon web pits former home of Lolf, the spider goddess. And another one is the Slime Pits, which is the home of Jublex, the uh, god of oozes. Uh, honestly, Lolf sounds hot, and I do not like ooze, so I vote... I, I, I vote with you on that. Let's, uh... Yeah, I, I vote with you on that. Let's go, let's go for the, the, the queen. Queen's my vote. Austin, which path is to the right? Neither. There's no left or right in Planescape. Ah, damn it. All right. Um, yeah, but we did establish there is port and starboard, which means there is essentially left and right relatively, so... Oh my god. <laughs> What's happening? The ship starts doing barrel rolls and everyone dies. <laughs> King's, King's gonna say, an ooze sounds fun to jump on. Well, that's two votes for that's two votes for Demon Web, and that's two votes or one vote for Slime Pits. Blake. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> King King's gonna look at you with very excited eyes. I mean, I just how bad can an ooze be, right? It can be pretty bad. It's like a runny nose. Yeah. Or, uh... No, 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 no. I just cleaned out a freezer today that was full of meat goo. You have no idea <laughs> how bad ooze can get. I don't know, I just feel like there's a secret to that ooze. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck the horse you rode in on. Fuck your spurs. Conrad. Fuck your hat. Conrad, I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Conrad, for this gift. You're very welcome. Alright, so there's two votes for demon web pits, two votes for slime pits. How are we gonna break the tie? Oh, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, so I was gonna say, but how do you roll for that? Um, you don't. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's pretty simple. You know King's gonna use rock. Nifix has the, the ore. She's just gonna stick it in the in the thing and start and start rowing towards the spider thing. And I'm gonna stand in front of her so nobody can stop her. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, you dip the ore in the phlegathon and uh, you realize that you can, you have limited control over water. You can like pull up a spout and fire it. <gasps> And you can curl it around your oar. It's basically a c control water, the spell. That's cool. Can I also steer the ship and go the place I want to go? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Unless someone wants to stop you. Do you think this is the funniest solution to this? It's just that everyone's arguing and Nifix just walks over and sticks her oar in the in the river? Yeah, I, I, I'm just going to start doing the, the, the it while no one else pays attention. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm defending you. I mean, I'm not really married to the ooze either. We, you know, it's. Uh, I hope not. We could go, always go back to it later, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Field trip to the ooze. We could make a date of it. Most of my favorite dates ended with a lot of ooze. God damn it, Austin. <laughs> wow, Austin. <laughs> yeah, I took it too far. It's on me this time. No, it's just you've never been horny, right? As you, the DM, say that, Nifik starts steering the other way. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so we're going to go to the demon web pits. That's the plan, unless anyone's stopping me. Sounds like it. <laughs> the ship goes uh, down the flagathon. Do you guys want to talk or anything on your way there? It's just like a last chance for uh, party banter and plans and questions before uh, we get into some real D&D shit. I really liked your moxie with the just taking over. Good job. Well, see, here's the, here's the thing I've learned from doing many, 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 many raids is sometimes you just need to pick a direction and start going because otherwise your raid party will just argue about where to go for uh, about an hour and a half. Uh, and honestly, who who prefers ooze anyway? Exactly. When there are imagine the dry cleaning bill. Who prefers ooze when there's when there's hot sounding ladies down one of these paths? Same brain. Same same mind. I am I am glad we're on this 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 uh, this shared wavelength. But yeah, no, like. Are you starting to see that maybe my whole, like, video game thing maybe wasn't quite as not preparing me for murder as it seemed? Uh, I don't think anybody said that. Maybe you should unpack that projecting you I think, I think explicitly you said that. I think you asked how many times I'd killed and, and then have, were very judgmental. I have never. I would never. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That does not sound like me. I am not haughty. <laughs> of, of, of course not. And I'm not small. Uh, King is standing next to Blake. And then you see, like, I imagine they're both facing forward, like a letter Kenny opening. Like, you know, they're just hanging about. And you see King reach into his back pocket and he pulls out the book. And he just, like, slowly pulls it open. He's like, if you could talk to a younger version of yourself, what would you tell them? Maybe lay off the tacos. <laughs> I tell me to lift more weights, bigger ones, faster. This will start earlier. Yeah, then I'd be even stronger, which is weird because I'm already the strongest. I can't argue the logic, but but I mean it would be a matter of degrees. Like you would be okay. So if you could go back and tell yourself, uh. -huh. Uh, here's here's a question for uh, you. Okay, good. this is something for you to think about. If you could go back and tell yourself to get bigger, doesn't that technically create another version of you that then exists? And eventually it would catch up to the present day and you could fight it. <laughs> You're seeing like... While at the same time smoke is coming out of his ears, there's like a level of excitement in King's eyes that you've never seen before. He can't comprehend it, but the idea of fighting himself excites him so much. A, I thought we left the uh, time travel paradox stuff in the last season, so I don't have to think about it anymore. And B, when you start thinking about fighting yourself, which is the most fun thing you can think of. Fuck. Something happens. Oh shit! Thank you, Blake. You're welcome. Uh, so suddenly there is a like a peal of thunder. It sounds like it's not actually thunder, but it, it sounds like there's just a, a clap and like waves up against the side, crashes into the ship, and it's almost thrown sideways. Uh, and the there's just two black gates hovering in the air now, several stories tall, and they begin opening. Uh, and you hear a voice coming out of the out of the gates, and the voice says, "Now, who are all of you? Have you come to have you come to punish little old me?" 
No, ask the other boat over. We're here to for a fun, positive time. They they believe us. Oh, you want to play with me? We have a play hey, date. Hey, having a play date with you sounds fun. Sounds fun. Do you know Pinochle? What the fuck is Pinochle? Oh my god, it's a card game. It's exclusively played by people in their 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been out with the boys, grabbed a deck of cards, and someone's like, deal me in for Pinochle, boys. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so from this gate, you see something uh, drop out of it, and it slams into the deck. Uh, first of all, everyone dexterity saving throw as there is a shower of splinters. Do I get advantage because I'm flying? Shut up and roll. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled a five. Uh, Twelve. I rolled a seven, yes. Eighteen. So only Nifix saves. Fuck. Uh, Everyone else takes ten damage. Uh, Nifix, you throw yourself to the the deck and the the explosion of shrapnel, the the splinters misses you. Everyone else takes 10 damage as you see what has landed on the deck and has fallen out of the gates. It is a jet black clone of King Badass. Oh! Yeah! <laughs> uh, and floating at, at its shoulder, this, this clone of King Badass is kind of wisping black smoke off of it. This is like a, sh- a clone made of shadow. You see... Uh, what appears to be a uh, a severed dragon's head uh, is a black dragon with, uh, if you've ever seen black dragons in D&D, they have um, downward facing horns. So sometimes on dragons, the horns go like back like goats. This one comes down by its chin almost. And it has a kind of gaunt skeletal appearance. But it's only the head and the neck, which has been torn off of the body. You can tell that because it's not a clean cut. It's like a ragged uh tear and like the spinal cord is kind of hanging out the back uh like just lolling loosely as the head floats around it almost looks like you know how nifix is standing there and then she's got lancelot on her shoulder this king badass clone has like a severed dragon head floating uh as if it's like its own familiar and it's the dragon's head that is addressing you all and it says if you want to punish me you're gonna have to go a little deeper is, uh, nobody's touching that. I, uh, I, I was. Are we? Are we not using phrasing anymore? Um, I, I didn't know whether which way to acknowledge it, but I had too many thoughts about ways to acknowledge. It. King's going to run straight up to his gun and be like, "I want to fight you." Uh, the the shadow king, uh, like flicks both wrists and summons two great swords, one in each hand. Oh! I'm gonna look at, at at the dragon head and go. You want fun. I want a challenge. I think we could work out. I think we could work quite well. Blake looks at Cordelia and is like, I don't think we could stop this from happening. I, 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 do, I do not know. Roll initiative. I just rolled a 23. <laughs> Seven. Uh, so I'm so I'm just gonna say this is Jean, uh, the dragon head and king badass. It's not her actually. She's projected this. The conduit of fun allows her to summon. The conduit of fun allows her to know what a person thinks would be the most fun and to give it to them. But with a kind of dark genie twist, you know, you you wish for all all the 
the Turkish delight you could eat, and then suddenly you're a slave to a witch. You know how it happens? Fuck, fuck that kid. Turkish delight sucks. Oh no, Edmund. That kid was so lame. <laughs> King Badass wants to fight a version of himself, which opened him up to Jean's attack, which was to summon a dark version of himself, and she's controlling it, and this severed dragon head is kind of her representative you, here. You say opened him up to attack. She's given him exactly what he wanted, and he's happy. I, I'm okay with this. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to be fighting uh, evil king badasses all the way to her, by the way. (laughs) So I don't think it's going to change. But that reaction right there is illustrative of why she's such a threat. Yeah. Exactly. Thank you, Conrad. You're welcome. Anyways, I cast Eldritch Blast. Uh, So that's a 22 and an 18. Both hit. I imagine they would. Four and four. (laughs) Not great. Uh, So they're one entity. You don't need to pick a target. You just fire your two Eldritch Blasts and they kind of fly across the ship's deck and hit uh, Jean. And she just uh, smiles wickedly. Two two great swords actually uh, spread out. And it is King's turn. Uh, So I'm immediately going to activate my fighter's spirit. So I'm going to give myself advantage on all attacks this turn. And I am going hog wild on this boy. Uh, 23 and 27. Yikes, those both hit. Uh, I think Gene just says, <laughs> I'm going to be like this the whole arc. I'm fucking sorry, but I've committed to it. She says, harder, daddy. Why? King's going to be like, I'll give you as hard as I've got. Oh. Also, only my daughter calls me daddy. Oh, no. Oh. She's an expert at knowing what people think's fun. 30 fire and slashing damage. Yikes on bikes. So you use your angelic flaming sword to fight your shadow clone. And this is just a badass duel on the deck of this discotech slash ship. Fuck yeah. There's a moment. There's a real moment where King's considering dual wielding his other sword. <laughs> uh, and it's Blake's turn. Blake is really not interested in getting into another fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blake shouldn't be playing D&D. <laughs> Blake should not. <laughs> but, but, you know... King Badass does look like he's having a really good time, and so he's going to cast Haste so he can get an extra attack in. Fucking hell. All right, it is now Jean's turn. Uh, She's going to first attack King back, uh, 16 and 15. Those are both misses. Oops. Uh, so, King, uh, you are fighting way better than her. I think maybe she because she can copy your physical body and attributes, but not your inner life, your lifetime of training. And so King is getting the upper hand on the King clone. And then the dragon head opens its mouth, which reveals that it is full of maggots. No! Oh, I don't want to float with you anymore. Stop it. Dexterity saving throw as it starts barfing maggots on everyone. You did this to hurt me. What? What was it? What was uh, it? Nine. What was it? Austin said, "Like if if you're not if, if he doesn't want you to flirt with something, he has to make it repulsive." Thirteen. Uh, twenty-one. Only Nifix passes. Uh, twenty damage to everyone else. Uh, the the maggots uh spray all over you and immediately begin burrowing into your skin. Oh. Uh, Nifix, it's your turn. Uh, Jean laughs and <laughs> just says, Oh, you don't like it? It's not fun for you? Uh, no, not being covered in maggots would be super fun. Not even flesh-eating maggots? 
Nobody ever likes maggots. I would personally find it really fun, which is your whole deal, if you went back to being cute and not full of maggots. Oh, I'm very cute. You haven't seen me yet. Well, you're not giving a good impression with the magnets, and I get out the uh, I get out the the ore. You said I could use that to basically uh, move move the the boiling blood water around. Can I? F- yeah. Can I use some of that as a weapon to attack the uh, the maggots? Twenty two <laughs> hits. I'm gonna roll custom damage for Nifix as you dip the ore into the boiling river of blood and kind of twirl it around to summon up. Well, why don't you describe it for the audience? No, yeah, I'm imagining like um, Yuna from Final Fantasy with the doing the whole thing with the stock. This is but it's, yeah, but it's boiling blood water. That's why yeah, that's why everyone loves Laura. She knows exactly what to say. <laughs> This is that's too much damage. I'm trying to improv the damage here, and I'm going hog no, wild. No, you 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 tried to improv the damage, Justin. It's six d six plus six. Yeah, that's great. Thirty five damage Thank as you, you you hurl a geyser of boiling blood into Jean and just melt the hell out of her. Uh, it is going to be Cordelia's turn again. I'm. <laughs> I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. That is a dexterity saving throw. Yes. A 13 that fails. <laughs> 2d8 radiant damage. Maybe because your maggots, that'll hurt you. No, it's only seven. It's only seven. Uh, King, your turn. Uh, she's on fire and covered in boiling blood. Uh, so King is just focused on fighting himself. And... Uh, he is uh, growling with excitement at every swing. He is loving this 100% completely. So I'm going to use my action surge ability so I get to make an additional action during my turn, which is going to be to do extra attacks. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to use second wind, which lets me gain 1d10 plus my fighter level and hit points. I'm going to gain back 15 hit points. Hey, basically gained back what I lost from the... Uh, the, the maggots, yeah. Uh, then I'm going to make my attack rolls. And in the background, uh, Blake's just like flipping a coin, just making you go super fast. Oh, right. I get to do extra attacks. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so I think all of those except the last one hit because they were all above 20. Yeah, just roll damage. You won. Just tell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just okay. Uh, so King Badass is dueling a shadow clone of himself, which is uh, f- flanked by a floating severed dragon head, while uh, Jean the Demon Queen taunts you in a fun, uh, very licentious voice. And King, what do you do? Uh, so King is going to, because he's energized by this fight and seeing what the stronger version of himself's like, is actually going to pull out his other sword and start matching and dual wielding. And uh, at one point, he's going to knock one of the swords out of the evil king's hand and he's gonna grab that sword with his mouth and then he's gonna <laughs> deliver a cool three sword slash final move all right you forced me to watch one piece so i do get the reference now uh-huh uh all right and so you slice through like an anime and then after a second the two pieces separate and slide apart yeah exactly and the king uh will take the sword out of his mouth Look solemnly to the, the uh, like to the sky. Then he's gonna turn to G. He's gonna be like, "That's awesome! Can you make a stronger one?" <laughs> and the the severed dragon head uh, cackles, uh, just spewing maggots out of its mouth onto the deck as it does so. And Gene says, "I can give you anything you want. Just come down and find me, big <laughs> big guy. Come on." 
We're going to, because we're going to have a fight. You're really cool. That's what everyone says. I'm going to cast Prestidigitation to get rid of the maggots. All right. Uh, the severed dragon head floats back up through the gates, which close behind it, spinal cord flapping as uh, the gates close and sh- like just fade out of the sky. And you know that... Sh- the, she's very close to becoming a demon lord and having dominion over the abyss where she can summon shit anywhere you are at any time. Can you imagine the HOA fees? <laughs> the neighborhood's gone to hell. Oh, no, that's actually the opposite. Hell's gone to the neighborhood? No, they're, they have to get the right color trash cans. I'm just not into this thing. That's crazy. That was the fastest I've ever felt before. What? <laughs> Blake used haste on him. I know. <laughs> no, I know. It took me a minute to understand. Yeah. Uh, Nifix, how are you? Nifix is good. Could have done without the maggots. You know, was was mm-hmm. looking forward to some fun flirting. The maggots were not appreciated. This ore is too big, but it's staying with Nifix forever. <laughs> <laughs> I do love the mental image of you carrying an ore way too big for you on the off chance you're gonna find some cool water to do stunts with. Yeah, just so that I can I can do cool Yuna shit. God, that's such a good image. Yuna and Final Fantasy X doing the dance, except it's blo- yeah. it's boiling blood. Exactly. Like how how can I turn that down? Has it strapped to her back. And it's just like at a, like a forty five degree angle, because that is the best that it could be lowered without completely dragging on the ground all the time. I said I say forty five. I meant I meant one eighty or ninety. <laughs> how much better would Fuck. <laughs> how much better would Blitzball have been if it took place in a sphere of boiling blood? Do I start to play it? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, it's, there's no improvement that can be made. <laughs> but you get to watch them all die. <laughs> Here's the thing, Chris. You didn't have to play it. Mm. I still haven't. <laughs> well, you have to play one match. No, no, I don't. Well, yeah, I guess, <laughs> I guess you can just lose. I mean, you're meant to lose anyway. This is an episode full of Final Fantasy hot takes. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, after you defeat Jean for the first time, or rather just a thing she projected to fight you and taunt you. What? Um, the the Hermes continues on down the Phlegathon, and you see in the distance uh, there's an obstruction in the river. It appears to be almost like a dam of spider webs. That's metal as fuck. Yeah. Could have been a dam of ooze. It could have been, yeah, Chris. No! That's exactly what it would have been, yeah. We could have had ooze and maggots. Okay, but you can't make a dam out of ooze. It is- now, you're, now you're underestimating ooze. Yeah. If there's any leftover maggots, can we throw them into the into the webs as like an offering to be like, <laughs> hey, we brought you some insects, safe passage, please. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, ooze can build up. Ooze can get really dense. I watched the giant spider on my perch murder a wasp yesterday, and it was extremely satisfying. So I'm just going to throw a handful of... I'm going to fan maggots into the webs. All right. Cordelia started thwarping uh, maggots off this boat. Uh, so this this dam of spider webs obviously fills the river at this point, bottlenecks it so the ship can't continue. But it also appears to go up, up and up and up. And there is no blue sky in the abyss. It's just... Well, abyss, the abyss, abyssal blackness, and uh, Sharon throws anchor to slow the Hermes down and says, "Well, y'all are gonna need to take care of this if you want to go deeper. So uh, 
I'll stay here with the ship. Y'all want to climb out and climb up those webs and see where they go and if you can cut them down. King is dumbfounded by this because he's like, but we're supposed to go down. Okay, just just for just to get it out of the way, spider's web. <laughs> touch it with a hand. Do I get stuck to it before we decide to climb it? Uh, spider webs are also usually pretty flammable. Usually, but these were spun by the spider goddess Lolf. Uh, they are inflammable, which can mean flammable. English is a bad language. In this case, they mean not flammable uh, c- because they were... So non-flammable is really what you meant to because say. Because they were spun by a spider goddess to be so. Uh, she no longer lives, but this was her layer of the abyss. And uh, the, her de- it's called the demon web pits. It's an entire layer of the abyss uh, made out of spider web. Sorry, I'm not home right now. Walking in these spider webs to leave a message. Okay. So you'll need to climb up and figure out a way to cut this section down so that the Hermes can continue deeper into the abyss. Well, guess we're climbing. I, I mean, I can fly. So I'll fly next to you for moral support. Can I can I just like get a lift from someone? I'm very small. <laughs> I dropped you last time. Try so. again. I believe in you. <laughs> Uh, now, Cordelia cannot long-term carry someone. She can be like a little jaunt, but you guys are going to go very high, which means a single failure kills somebody. So this, what this is, is difficult terrain, which is a D&D mechanic, basically. Yeah. So you will be sticking to it, but you can pull yourself out. You're just going, if, if there's a situation where you need to move quickly, it's going to be difficult. I want to know if I can turn into some kind of spider. Oh, giant spider. I can turn into a giant spider. I use polymorph. I'm a giant spider now. <laughs> uh, so it's just me and King climbing up. That <laughs> sucks to suck. Well, yep. um, so here's here's an, here's an idea. Nifix polymorphs into a giant spider. Lancelot can change into his mastodon form, his humanoid form, and carry somebody. Somebody can ride giant spider Nifix, and then Cordelia can just fly. God, we're so confident, kind of. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a plan. Well, I mean... I want to ride Lancelot. All right, I'll, I'll ride on Nifix. Heck, it's a giant spider. Is, okay. Are you afraid of spiders? Not particularly. Are you afraid of spiders? Uh, n- not, not really. I mean, spiders are, are really fascinating. They're an important part of the ecosystem, you understand, because they are predators for all sorts of dangerous insects that spread disease like malaria. and. Uh, uh, say- uh, y- yes, I know all this. Do you just look very nervous? No, I wouldn't say that I'm nervous. I, I would say that I'm covered in maggot bites, but... Well, I mean, but... we all are. You win some, you lose some. Oh, shit, Austin, I've just realized I can do something really cool as the giant spider. Oh, no. Uh, uh, giant spider has an ability called web sense. While in contact with a web, the spider knows the exact location of any other creatures in contact with the web. Uh, yep, you touch the web and you immediately know... There are, there are 100 million spiders in this web. Uh, cool. It's an entire layer of, of reality that is made by a spider goddess for spiders. So It's like, it's like the yogurt that had 10 million probiotics. Can you imagine like the psychological impact of having that much information transferred into your... Hey, as someone on the autism spectrum who can't filter information, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, there's too much data. 
Uh, so tell me what you all talk about as Lancelot flies king, uh, Blake rides uh, Nifix, and Cordelia just I, maybe like floats and slash holds on to Lancelot's tail, and you all are bypassing this this web dungeon I had for you. King's going to ask Lancelot, why aren't you always big? Just because I can be big doesn't mean I want to be big. Are you always full of f- sauce? You could be full of sauce at any time. I mean, sauce is pretty good, too. We made some pretty good sauce in the chili. If you want some, I have some, by the way. But I just don't understand why you wouldn't always want to be big. Be big's great. You can step on things. Austin, will you allow me to join this conversation even though I'm not supposed to be able to talk because stupid polymorph. Because I have opinions I want to share on this. Sure. Uh, he casts. Uh, Thanks. He, he teleports you. Or not teleport. Tel telepaths you into the conversation. Mind mind chat. Yeah, like you know, I I like being a giant spider as much as the next person sometimes, but like it's cool being small. You know, no excess, nothing wasted. You know, I'm I'm just a condensed bundle of badass. Uh, what is this sauce you speak of? <laughs> I don't, I'm just bad at metaphors. I was just trying to think of a different thing that King could be, but he's always very King, and I, I stumbled because I'm. It didn't have. I was improving. Oh, I just I was interested in the sauce. You know, I love a good sauce. You're lost in the sauce. I'm always lost in the sauce. I just like being little. It feels uh cute. I feel I feel like I am cute, and I like it. I want to be cute. You're cute when you're small. I just think you're cool when you're big, too. Yeah, but, like, what's wrong with sometimes being cute and sometimes being cool? One can be both. I'm also just realizing that Lancelot is a huge, like, 12-foot-tall humanoid (laughs) mammoth with little butterfly wings as he's still talking in the little voice. (laughs) He's just like, I just like to be adorable. (laughs) And he's just, like, towering. Game, respect, game. I, I, I have mad respect for wants to be adorable, but also wants to be cool. <laughs> it's quite a mood. Do you want any of the lime chili? And King's going to open up some of the lime chili and like eat a handful and then move like a handful <laughs> towards Lancelot's mouth. Uh, he, he does. He takes some with his trunk and like pretends to put it in his mouth. <laughs> it's pretty good, right? Lime said the uh, special ingredient was love. Also limes. I'm going to use Gustav to steal some of that chili. <laughs> okay, yeah. So th- we've created like a chili conveyor belt where King gives it to Lancelot, Lancelot sneaks it to Gustav. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> Blake, any thoughts? <laughs> no. <laughs> nice. So eventually the party flies up high enough in the, the web where you see it's where it, can, uh, where it connects to a kind of cavernous ceiling. Uh Layers and planes and planescaper, spatially abnormal, you know, distance is weird, but you eventually get to a place where it connects. And you think if you cut it down, it'll, it would sink into the whole thing would like collapse down into the river and sink. And you could, you could draw, you could pilot the ship over it. Uh, there's something strange here though. Tied up in the web is a spear, a, a spear appears to be made out of gold and it's shining faintly. Can I cut it loose and grab it? Yeah. I want to cut it loose and grab it. King, you use your angelic sword and you cut the part of the web it's connected to and you grab the, the spear and you have it in your hand. Um, I feel like it was a trap. 
Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw, King. Hmm. Oh, boy. Does a four pass? It does not. Um, now, did you say charisma or strength? <laughs> uh, King, uh, as if the... You feel as if you are one with the spear, as if it's an extension of yourself, and you also feel an overwhelming urge to begin stabbing your party members. That's a good spear. Oh, well, it isn't like the automatic reaction to just... <laughs> Just start stabbing Lancelot in the neck then? Jesus. If I'm, if I'm on his back. Yeah. You know what? Two things happen. One is King grabs the spear. His like eyes roll back and he turns and rams the spear through Lancelot. <gasps> the second thing is there is a, a flash of light. And floating in the sky in the web with all of you is a human shape made out of light with two huge wings also made out of light uh roll religion austin's so happy to use all his religious knowledge finally got a use for it i crit 25 uh 12 that's not a crit 12 also can't can't uh can't roll too busy stabbing uh, Blake, I think after the mission in heaven, you did a little research about other kinds of angels. You're just like, I need to be on the lookout. Uh, you just like bought an angelology book real quick. His, his big problem with all of this is that he hasn't had opportunity to prepare yeah. for what he, he's, he's the, he is a guy who would scout a location for a month ahead of a job to, so it would go smoothly. So this is not his wheelhouse. But you immediately recognize that what this is is a kind of angel called a virtue. Uh, they are beings of pure light, which uh, embody the heavenly virtues. You know, there are seven deadly sins. There are seven yeah, yeah. heavenly virtues that, that are the opposite of that. Uh, and this one, uh, actually, it just says to you, I am charity. Free stuff? You are welcome to my holy weapon, which slays the evil that befouled heaven. And that's the time when K King turns and rams the spear through Lancelot. Oh, shit. That's us. Lauren is spicy this week. Am I spicy this week? You just sent me a message that says, hey, bitch, you up? <laughs> Which I, I mean, guess means it's credit time. <laughs> credits, prison, too. Electric boogaloo. All right. So you, everyone knows the music credits are in the description as well as all the Patreons. Patreon.com slash Austin Yorsky. That's how you get on the list we're going to read. You're at Rargalicious everywhere. Buy my titty pics. I'm poor. That too. Patreon.com slash Laura K. Buzz for Laura. Patreon.com slash Weekly Manga Recap. That's Chris. And Patreon. Please help him. Please help the boy. Patreon.com slash Of Horse. That's Conrad. Everyone's stuff is clickable in the description. What is also called? The show notes is another term for it. The show notes is where you can find all the information you crave. It's time to read names, Lauren. Oh, Bozog blew my cover seven, going to heaven to kill or seduce Evan. <laughs> a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. He knows how to live that life. Mm -hmm. Aaron Norgard. 
Aaron, conduit of Tuska. Nope, pronounced Tuska. Or is it Tuska? Tuska. I love when people include pronunciations, but only after I've already fucked it up. Thank you. Abigail Grace. Adrian Y. Aftershock, conduit of sacrilegiousness. So, oh, that's a good word, sacrilegiousness. It is. A- Agent Hedgepiggle. That's oh. a good name. Uh, Aki Sabalainen. Albert West. Aaliyah. Alex Vepra. Allison the Purple is Musa Plant. Eventually, we're going to narrow it down to the last two organisms in the universe. Well, see, my problem is that my brain is full of mush, and I will forget all the things that Moose has already been <laughs> declared not to be. We have brain problems. An otter playing patty cakes with you. Thank God. Andrew Birmingham! Andrew Feget, conduit of making Dice Funk Cannon in Bread Tube itself. All right, do I got a surge? Is everybody going to have a link for me? Or Okay. I would really like to know more about Bread Tube. That's a name for leftist YouTube. Oh, I was. I really wanted it to be a tube of bread. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I love bread. Andrew Grothin. Andrew R. Andy Harkins. Anna. Anna, conduit of procrastination. Anthony, patron of Dora. Antonio, conduit of snacks. Also me. Arachnovolt, keeper of the credit prison. Arcanist of... Pronounced Julia? We're really dumb. Please help us. Arja Limited. Oh, I'm doing another one. Conduit of everyone buy Laura's book Uncomfortable Labels. Do it. If you're going to use our credits to help the other people on the show sell their stuff, that's the, that's what we call a win-win in the industry. Exactly. Arjun, Arjun de Koning. Arthur North. Ash, defender of Lauren and lover of women. Oh, shit. Bodyguard. Aubrey <laughs> Hunter. You have your, your king's guard. It <laughs> follows you everywhere to go to protect the titties. <laughs> They're very powerful titties. Austin Korgski, conduit of best boy itself. Austin! Ow. You guys are awesome. Isaac, gavel, conduit of gavel, gavel, gavel. Do we do Aubrey Hunter or did I miss it? That's a great question. Aubrey Hunter, just in case. <laughs> just in case. Hey, Jade's near the top of the list now. Well, someday I'm going to figure out how to make Patreon do it by something else besides alphabetical. I've tried. It just won't do it. Also, it deleted my draft this week for the new episode. I had to retype it. Well, that's rude. Patreon, fuck off. Backward, backwards. Backwards. Backwards of Conduit Sparkle. Be like Lauren's bra and support her titties. I agree. Beef Swellington, conduit of meat. Also be like Lauren's bra and stab her mercilessly. Oh, no, no, don't wear underwear anymore. Underwear can suck my dick. BJ, conduit of miniature giant space hamsters. B-Ray Echo. Before we continue, I gotta say, I got tiny nips. <laughs> Blue six. Boness. Brady, conduit of successful murder, finally no! Is this one of those the plausible deniability things? Oh no, please, come back. Oh, please, stop. No, don't. Brent, still every episode of Dice Funk Goatly. Thank you, Brent. Thank you. Callum, more importantly, how is Merce, Moose? Merce. 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 <laughs> Moose. Parentheses and parentheses, Turner. Everyone asks, who is Moose? No one asks, how is Moose? Why is Moose? Oh, shit. Callum Turner has terrible memes. Be gone, Knave. Oh, no, more fights in the credits. Cameron Abbas. Candace, listen to Dice Funk Starling. Uh, Caridwen, 
conduit of crushing on Austin in a respectful, non-horny way. That's the only way. Charlie, thwart me, daddy. Chocolate. <laughs> Chris, conduit of bad decisions walling. Hold on. Let me get, get another run at that one. Uh, Charlie, thwart me, daddy. Chocolate. How's that? Is that better? I think people want the daddy voice. <laughs> Christ, man. Conduit of judging your weak essence. <laughs> All of my sins are extremely dope. Christopher Charlow. Coho Blast. Conduit of half Thor Grunderson, first of his name, bringer of run out of space. <laughs> Cosmignon says ragtime the kitten says hi. That is an amazing name for a kitten. I saw the kitten on the social medias. I do love the social medias. That's where the kittens are. Counterfeit. Sierra Saldana. Oh. Prophet of RNG Jesus. <laughs> You just want to do it this week? Well, I just know how to pronounce that name. Mm, you got excited. Q, I appreciate you. Yes, you, Cumber. DL, I do like to keep things on the DL. Dandy Snuff. Daniel. Daria, go right. Oh, it's like a, a, a order. Daria, go right. Dawning Frost. Deathworm, conduit of good pets. I feel like Jessworm and the word good... Mm-hmm. Next to each other is not. No. Maybe it's like it's a the death worm is the species and it's a good boy. Okay, Decibel. Dennis Pancake Detlefson. DM Tau. Now I have to deal with player shenanigans. Oops, it's like killer whales. They're called killer whales, but they can be good. They really like to murder. Yeah, we watched that documentary when they were very rude to that seal. Don Johnston. Dorian Conduit of Devotion. Doctor Goatman. Dr. Izix. Dragon in the server room. D- d- you do it. <laughs> Drod Naluk, professor of curses and magical maladies at Shardpoint Academy. Someone's trying to get on the NPC list. Don't tell, sh- don't tell Sketch. I feel like I ask this literally every single month. Mm-hmm. Is it Dylan and Rillin, the dog? Listen on, listening on a lazy, lazy Sunday morning. Also dishes. It could be Dylan and Rillin. It could be Dylon and Rylon. Or Dylan be... and Rylon. You never know. It's a mystery. Dylan, conduit of biggest skeleton booty. Ebrand, kinky Asgardian ascaps. <laughs> <laughs> INRJ. Ecorn. Elder dog. I like an elder dog. They're very chill. Yeah. Elderly Goose, here for the Dice Funk Cinematic Universe. Eleanor, no, not Dacey's parent, horned vampire lady with depression. Also you. That's a big mood. Elaine! Elizabeth Jackalope. Emma Morant. Emma, high priestess of the mystery moose. It's gonna, yeah, it has a following now. It's almost a religion. It's a cult now. <sighs> Did we say bird yet? I can't recall. It's bird? A- and when I say bird, I mean any possible kind of birds that you have to tell us. Oh, so we can just do really wide guesses, right? We should be like vertebrae. Yeah. Uh, also, bugs, maybe? Indigo Van Dane. Erwan the Logodic. Ethan Lawrence. Exteluris. Fabian Got That Dank. Fire and Brimstone, Redeemer of Stone, Conqueror of Mountains. <laughs> That'd be great if they sprinkled it throughout the credits. Florian H. Francois Arsenal. Francois V. Frank Sands, listen to continue podcast in Dice Funk. That's my show. Gabe, I named my Roomba Steve Dave Albacaris. Good dog, conduit of scritches. Grapefruit juice. Graffiti? Graffiti. Yeah. Graffiti. Graffiti is spelled differently. Conduit of rhetorical questions. Guinevere Cummings. 
Half, goddammit, again. Abthor the Grunderson, first of his name, born of fire and brimstone, redeemer of... Harbinger of glory, the of retribution, the firm of I didn't even notice as the next line, fuck. Harley Aster. Harrison Andrew. Harry, King Badass, no, King Great Ass. Hedron Master. How do I make friends or guards? Conduit of social faux pas. Ingmar Grimon. Ink drop the ooze, inducer of oozmosis. Careful, it's contagious. Isaac, conduit of tux the penguin. Are we talking about fucking... I know that's Tex. There's a penguin in Animal Crossing named Tex, just so everybody knows. Jaden. Smith, one assumes. James Neely. Jamie, the pink-haired massacre is coming for you, Aust. Oh, God. No. <laughs> okay. Janiac. Conduit of giving Austin a month off from the credit abuse. And I'm feeling very domed right now. <laughs> Everyone's coming directly for me. Jasper, back to school. Jay Logan, conduit of queerness itself. Jayish wizard, the wizarder Jay. Jealous goddess cosplay. Jen. Jenny Colby. Jerry, new campus openings are super stressful. Flowers. I feel like everything's stressful. I don't do anything in my day where I'm not like, oh, this is going to be an ordeal. Uh, I get, I mean, honestly, going to bed is stressful even, so. Because you got to worry about when you have to wake up and how much sleep you're going to get. And then my brain is like, hey, you're not going to sleep now. I know, it sucks. Anyway, Jess Feget. Joanna the Wrench Witch. John Madera will be a polar bear in the next Bloody Roar. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's a good Bloody Roar, Zoanthrope. John Potts. John Barnett, conduit of pillows. John, hook me up with some pillows. Johnny Tips. Joseph Tumbrello. Josie, vengeance paladin of sun dragons. You know what? There is a case to be made there. There needs to be some vengeance. No. No? You still stand behind that decision? Yeah. Man Jack off, conduit <laughs> of eating the skeet. <laughs> okay, I feel like we're just going to gloss right over that one. Yeeting the skeet is something you definitely would say. <laughs> What are you doing? I'm just like, eating this. Julian Phillips, conduit of Kaizen. <laughs> just a jester. Justin, conduit of Dice Punk Season 6, God Killing Round 2 on purpose this time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Jorgen Indywick. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Jorgen Indy Monster, Winewick Ford, conduit of name butchering. Caster UK. Kate, re- conduit of semi regular regret. Keith Showman. Chomine. Kelladry. Queer by polyam cuddle slit conduit of HRT induced sore tits. <laughs> I'm glad you read that one because I thought it was Seredits. <laughs> Excuse me? Keller Automat. I'm just bad at English today. Ken, conduit of finally writing this goddamn PhD dissertation. Ken, mmm, Ken Toroi. Fuck me. Ken Toroi. Ken Toroi. Make it like a mess. <laughs> No. Kevin Dobbins. Kevin. <laughs> Do it. Kevin Dobbins. Killer Cotton Shizno. Kitty Foe, conduit of gl- guessing, glessing, guessing plot points. Carito Prime, supporting two Patreons in this economy? In this economy? Question mark. Christina, conduit of Nifix, becoming all the dinosaurs itself. I vote Lee Aploridon. What's that? Google it. It's very big. Okay, thanks. Carterion, Kato is Elias from Magus Bride. He's not, but I know what you mean. Crystal, who thinks season five was a cover-up paid for by Big Mothman TM. The truth is out there. Kyle Badzvik. Kyle, president of the Drop Goodwood fan club. 
Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. No, Lana Seawolf. God damn it. Lana Seawolf, Lady of Bones. Lauren's duckling. It's technically my mom's, but, and also a full-grown duck, but let's talk about snacks, baby. Let's talk about, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, do the song. Let's talk about snacks, baby. I'm talking about you, auntie. That's really good. You kind of faded out at the end there, though. Fine, I'll do it really loud now. Yeah, get with confidence. Let's talk about snacks, baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you, auntie. Liam Sutton. Liam the ghost cat will use ectoplasmic power to make the slime season. Yeah, the audience wouldn't know when we recorded this, but I gave them, you know now because you just listened to the episode, I gave them slime a slime arc option, and they declined it, and they wanted to go to Spider House. So I tried to give them slime. They didn't want it. Loki Loki making donuts in homage of all-powerful moose. The cold is spreading. Ludovico Limited. Luke Powers. Lulu Skidoo. <laughs> Luke the conduit of, oh God, the pet burbs are revolting. They're always revolting and molting. M. Joe. The Cult of Gorfinax. Matt Collier. Matt Lackett's want all Triceratops all day. Dino season, best season. Everyone loves the dinosaur. She should have just been a druid. Why is she even a bard at all? How dare you criticize? Matthew B. Hare. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Schultz. Maximum side boob six. How side boob got his groove back. I'm rooting for him. Imagine conduit of drowning sorrows in other people's cats. God, yeah. I'm really glad that sentence turned out one way because I thought I was going to go a different way for a second there. No! Melbent. Melissa the Dice Goblin. <laughs> I really like the way you said Goblin. 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 <laughs> Tis I, the Dice Goblin. Oh, now we're just Skeksis. <laughs> it does happen. Michael Groman. Michael Hall. Michelle Minkler, conduit of <laughs> brought to Clud bleeped brought um I this I'm summoning. This is the Necronomicon. Brought What is that? I don't know. I don't think I said any of that right. Yeah, and I know it's Mikel. I because I messed it up and they sent me a message like, "Wow, you're very stupid and can't talk words." And I'm aware. I know. Midlife stasis. Mike draws you on a horse. <laughs> Miko from Finland. I want to open a business. It's just <laughs> I draw you on a horse. That's all we do. You come in, we draw you on a horse. <laughs> Miles and Rose, conduits of yin and yang. Modified Matthew. Morgan Rapp. Mr. Willie Phoenix, Stephen, lesbian, seagull, pooh bear shaker. What was that accent? I don't know. My personal favorite patron. Fuck, they got us. My personal favorite patron, Matt Luce. My Valentinus, postmodern artist, Cy Twombly. Namita Aneskins, conduit of natural to itself. Nathaniel Homan. Nico conduit of <laughs> I'm baby. I'm baby. I'm baby. Nicholas Dominic. Chris won't let me do the baby voice anymore because it turns him on too much. Nicole Woodruff. <laughs> no, no response at all. Damn, I thought I got Need something. Need a person. Need a person. No. Gods, no heroes, just a man! One day I will be a real boy. <laughs> it's overrated, honestly. Paye Rabjurg. Pangolin, can't believe you're letting Lauren craft items. We're all, I think it's gonna be, we're all, de we're all dead. Paul Mullen. Please call me Ashley. Yes, just Ashley. <laughs> Please shovel some poutine into my face holes. <laughs> uh, it's a big same, actually. Pocket Sundial. Preston Bowers. 
Pro Wrestling Mothman, Jermaine Walls, Conduit of Cryptid Grappling. Damn, that's a, that'd be a really good crossover. The wrestling art from Season 4 with Mothman from Season 5. Professor Archibald H. Cactus Esquire, Conduit of Ungulate? Ungul- ungulate? Theology? Pruitt Holcomb. Puck, Conduit... Oh, no. Conduit of Large Ambitions, but poor follow-through. Random, Conduit of Would You Like a Hug? Please. Razumi Yazera. Remsiv. Rob Dakin, Conduit of Delay. Robert. Robert Chisholm. Robert E. Calf Baker, only two seasons until the sex season. I've written a lot of checks that I'm not going to be able to cash. <laughs> I keep saying the different seasons are going to be Future Austin will pay for this. Yeah. Robert Toothill. Rowlett uses roundness. It's super effective. S. Kearney, Shard Point Professor of Jargonology. I bet that's a really sought after job. That's that's like one of the most. That's like the coolest job. It's like working at NASA. Mm-hmm. Salad Child. Sam's Danowitz. Sean Lyons Burke. Sean, the host of Funk Dunk Plays. Simmons, conduit of harder slatty. I'm guided the voice. You gotta harder slatty. I hate it. <laughs> I know you're contractually obligated, but I hate it. Shane uh, Sedgwick. Shane Ware, check out Embalmed Apple to support a new creator. Sin Milk Tom. I do need to get jerseys made. <laughs> Sin Milk Tom, Sin number milk sixty-nine. Tom. <laughs> Sir Octopus, conduit of fun at parties. Sir Octopus, conduit of chivalrous cephalopods. They had the battle for supremacy. Slime King Mike, conduit of tasty hollyfin. <laughs> I didn't read ahead. Conduit of tasty hollyfin dad bods. Is that everybody horny for Lancelot? Is that is that what's happening? I guess. Snake emotions. Snemotions. Like snappiness or sadness. Snakes only have one emotion, which is long. <laughs> Socialism is party cohesion plus Soviet power. Squid Cap, conduit of shipping Blake and King. Also known as Bling is their ship name. Starlight Glimmer did nothing wrong. Starlight Glimmer did things wrong, but has learned from her mistakes. <laughs> Thank you for trolling other names in our credits. Stefan Lund. Stefan Lund. Lund Lund. I love you, Stefan. I'm sorry. Also a Danish shape-shifting raven who eats pizza. I bet ravens like pizza, right? It's just flavor. Everything likes pizza. Yeah. Sternod, conduit of consonants. Summertime is peebus time. Peebus, peebus, peebus. Summer yam and the living's easy. Oh, I, everyone is going to realize the power to make you sing if they do enough of these. Sweet dreams are made <laughs> of these. Who am I to disagree? That's just one of the Sydney names. Sydney <laughs> <laughs> We'll do the next. We'll do the, all the rest of them in your rhythmics voice. Syretha, asexual and loving it. <laughs> the plot. I'm done. Tales of inquiry. Teraflops, but Terra like a name. Teraflops. Uh. Pentecostan Fudanyorski. Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> He's so offended. The cast of Dungeons the Gathering. <laughs> the current temperatures in Arizona is 100 and fuck you degrees. Same, but also it's very wet here. Yeah, it's a couple degrees below Arizona, but many more humidity. The murderous mongoose who's secretly standing directly behind you. God, thank you. Take me, mongoose. I welcome the sweet release of death. Mongoose death specifically. Uh, the notorious boy got a job. I'm proud of you. Congratulations on capitalism. The precursor. 
the tit- <laughs> God damn it. The, tit- <laughs> the titanium-headed, the heavy-handed friend of centaurs. The whole thing's in here. Good job. <laughs> Tim Lutton. Toby Gleason Stack. Tom Bowers. Toshiro Kuru, conduit of never living up to my own impossible goals. Good news for you. We're all going to die someday. So, in a way. Chase Marsing. <laughs> just no interest in this. Transient passerby. Trevor, conduit of stressful happiness. Shay, looking forward to season seven, Octopus Traveler Ness. That's a good pun that only people who play obscure 3DS RPGs will understand, but I appreciated it. Figar Arnston. Victoria Melito, conduit of quietness. Victoria Valentine. Vincent. Vinny, conduit of vaping that ass. Vaping that ass? What does that mean? I don't know, but I had to say it like that. Okay. Violet Skittles Unicorn, if it helps. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. You're welcome. <laughs> God damn it. Zephosaurus. Yeah, I got bitches on my dick and I even got a dick. That has to be a lyric. Yes, I did multiple accounts and pledges just for the joke. Lord Cates. <laughs> <laughs> just coming back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> Lauren Cates fucking showing up with all the detectives like, hmm, yeah, qu- quite a crime that was committed here. Thanks. Z23619. Zoltar, the Viking death matter. 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 <laughs> metal caterpillar conduit of retribution see i could say it right in a clean take but isn't it funnier if i sound like an idiot it's also easier in editing and finally z quorum overslept and now he's at the end of this month's credits it's very cute that is pretty cute yeah i just picture with like the little uh bit the snot bubble you know Wee, you know what else is cute cats giving us money <laughs> Oh, okay, you went in a different direction. <laughs> pay for Austin, pay for Laura, pay for Conrad, pay for Chris. I guess me. Yep, you can do that, or you can just subscribe and comment and rate or whatever, iTunes. It's not even iTunes anymore. Tell your friends! Apple Podcasts is what it's called now. Google Play, Podbean, YouTube. Just engage with the brand and the content, you know? I will also never say no to animal pictures. Not legal tender, but it is emotionally important. Please, please, that sweet, sweet dopamine. <laughs>